A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, joined as always by the one and only Brendan Thomas Merritt. How's it going, Brendan? I'm great. Always great. It's minus six degrees and has begun to snow at long last. So uh, I'm happy out. Looking forward to a potential email saying work has been cancelled tomorrow. So let's see. (laughs) (laughs) I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. (laughs) Sometimes. And how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I noticed you have somebody with you today. Who, Who did you bring along? Oh my goodness, someone's broken into my house. Oh, well, there he is. <laughs> yes, everyone, my good friend Connor is here today. Uh, Connor lives in my estate, like, you know, 60 seconds away. So, uh, Connor, say hello to the lovely people all around the world and give enough about yourself to sound interesting. <laughs> but not too much. want to keep them coming back. For more. <laughs> hello, uh, my name's Connor. Um, I'm Irish. <laughs> Good start, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a painter and decorator, um, slash gardener. Uh, I enjoy the outdoors, um, sport, meeting new people, um, traveling, and uh, and yeah, that's. I think that's about it. Um, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's a new experience, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome. Our Connor is a real Renaissance man. Jack of yeah. all trades. Yes, and for those of you who don't get to see his visual because he decided not to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Just think Lord of the Rings and like the most nice looking dude you could ever have. All right. That's just what I want you to think of. Lord of the Rings. Uh Aragon. Yeah, that's that's what Aragorn. I want you to think of. <laughs> You're such a casual fan. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Hey, I watched Ring of Power, so I'm I'm more of a casual fan than you think. Like I said, casual fan. Actually, fans don't even watch Ring of Power. That's an abomination. Never heard of it. You are better off. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed it. It was good. Asta. Like characters in it, like who technically live like you know millennia apart. They had a protagonist running around, like you know Guy Ladriel, like you know she's a a chick. But dressed as a man, cutting off heads of orcs, like you know, from like five meters away. Um, she never picked up a sword in the entirety of like in the books, which I've read. Um, she's basically the villainess of the story because, like, the arch villain who you're not supposed to think of the arch villain, but you know, it's the arch villain is the arch villain because she spurns his love. In the book, she's married and has children by this point, it's nonsense. They have like a trickle of water underneath a, a mountain that becomes like you know a volcano, spewing molten lava. Nonsense, absolute nonsense. And that, no. friends, is the difference between someone who's read the books and who has not read the books. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good taste, and those who don't. Uh, well, anyway, today we are going to be playing. Uh, a game that most of you in America might know as Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? But we're going to call it Are You Smarter Than a Twelve-Year-Old? <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going okay. to give these two gentlemen um, questions, multiple choice questions, and they are going to have to give me their answer. And we're going to see how well they do. We'll see who ends up winning and who's the loser. Um, 
and maybe a tie and we'll make sure no there's no such thing as tie this is not soccer this is american are you smarter than fifth grader there will be a winner <laughs> so job of the english <laughs> this is not soccer we don't do draws um so with all that being said our first question today is if a car is traveling at 40 miles per hour how long will it take to go 190 miles? A, four hours and 45 minutes. B, three hours and 30 minutes. C, four hours and 15 minutes. Or D, three hours and 15 minutes. Could you ask that question again in kilometers? Sure. It is if a car is traveling at 40 miles. You said kilometers. I don't know what kilometers. <laughs> have miles in Ireland. Miles per hour, so one mile per hour. <laughs> you guys do kilometers per hour, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it's the, it's the same math problem. It's just. Can you uh, repeat the question, please? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all those options. <laughs> all right. If a car is traveling at forty miles per hour, how long will it take to go ninety miles? Four hours and forty-five minutes three hours and 30 minutes, four hours and 15 minutes, three hours and 15 minutes. It's at this moment, I should have had the Jeopardy music playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll slide the versions like the YouTube, you know? <laughs> if I was thinking, I would have done that, but I, I wasn't thinking. What letter is three and a half hours? Uh, three and a half hours is B. Okay. <laughs> if everyone takes this long, it's going to be a long episode. I know. <laughs> no, the rest, the rest are just trivia from here on out. <laughs> well, I don't know. The next one might be a, is an English question. <laughs> okay. I think I have an answer. Okay. All right. Whenever, whenever you guys are both ready, you can reveal your answers. Okay. <sighs> According to my calculations, I'm not a maths teacher, people, I'm an English teacher, I get that right. 4.5 goes into 190, 38.2 times. <laughs> For no other reason than because that starts with 3, I'm going to say, oh, measure the times by 60, I don't know. I'm going to say B. It's <laughs> going with B, all right. I'm just so three hours three. and 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, what's he was. <laughs> All right, Connor, what are you going with? C. He's going with C, four hours and 15 minutes. Yes. Unfortunately, you've both failed math class. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it is four hours and 45 minutes. A That's is the, the answer. Lights. Well, you should have asked in kilometers. I guess so. I don't know if it would have changed anything. Sure, I, don't think so. <laughs> I need to go All back right. to school. <laughs> I left a couple hours ago. <laughs> I literally, as I was reading it, went, oh, wait, they don't do miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, that belongs in the non-existent country of Northern Ireland. <laughs> that stage we're working at it getting back. Yeah. <laughs> Which we will. Oh, brother. All right. Uh, next question, number two. How many nouns are in the following sentence? The rabbit ran to the cafeteria and ate a big salad. 
That sentence again is the rabbit ran to the cafeteria and ate a big salad. How many nouns are in that sentence? Two, three, four, or five? And Brendan looks confident. Of course, of course. I have a language teacher. If I get this wrong, there's something desperately incorrect in the world. <laughs> Brendan's going, yay, no more math questions. <laughs> well, technically, I still had a count, you know. Technically, yeah, it, in a way. <laughs> okay. All right, what do you guys got? Jeffrey, I don't know why I'm calling you Jeffrey, but I am. <laughs> the correct answer is three. The correct answer is three. What'd you say, Connor? Two. Two. It is three. Rabbit, cafeteria, and salad. Yes. So one point to Brendan. A noun is a person, a place, a thing, or a state. Okay. Or a state. <laughs> It's basically like happening. From the heart, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll, let's see if you guys know this one. What unit of measurement is abbreviated OZ? So Oz. Um, ounces, pounds, liters, or oblongs? I thought I knew what the answer was until he gave us multiple options. <laughs> <laughs> What are they again? So it, we are looking for the measurement abbreviated OZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have ounces, pounds, liters, or oblongs. And I write what my first thought was before you confuse me with other possibilities. Okay. <laughs> what do you think it was? Um, ounces. That's what I thought too. Ounces. You guys are both right. There we go. Um, we also is a, pounds anyway. is a strange one because it's LB of all mm. things. You wouldn't think that. Yes, yes, that's but correct. It is. You both get that one right with ounces. Good job. All right. Moving on. Um, true or false, the human shoulder is a ball and socket joint. True or false? Again, I thought I knew the answer until I was given options. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? <laughs> like, do people debate this? Okay. Do people debate this? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say true. You say true? I said okay. false. Oh, no! <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It is true. The human oh, shoulder is a ball of truth. I said leaving separology. I was overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you asked the question, I was like, yeah. Is the rest of my arm actually shoved in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, you yeah. rotate, so you're able to do that. That's Okay, that's yeah, because I've been overthinking it when I wondered, oh, is this a thing that people discuss? Oh. Okay. All right, moving on to a different kind of biology. Which one of these is a mammal? A seahorse, a sea lion, or a sea urchin? Oh, I actually read an article today. It had nothing to do with those animals, but it had to do with seals. So I'm going to say sea lion. Yeah, me too. Sea lion, sea lion is the right answer. Good okay, job, guys. Okay, great. All right. Uh, next question. Which continent is the least populated? Is it A, Asia, B, Antarctica, C, 
Australia, or D, Africa? Antarctica. Especially talking about human population. Antarctica? Antarctica is the correct answer. Yeah, Good job. Right. Even the dog is not get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Since the late 1930s, what calendar date has been designated for the inauguration of United States president? We're pulling out a U.S. question. So what date is it? Is it January 1st when we put in a new president? January 15th, January 20th, or January 23rd? I got this wrong, actually, so. So did I, because I just wrote January 21st. (laughs) This is not an option. (laughs) (laughs) Was the sixth an option? No. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, because that would have been an easy one. You know, if it was the sixth, we'd be like, oh, insurrection day. (laughs) (laughs) It was led by the Democrats, all to make Trump look bad. The truth is coming out, people. You heard it here first. Yes. Yeah. But apparently it's just as bad as what happened in Brazil. So. (laughs) That's probably the socialists again. The bloody communists just won't leave us alone. (laughs) Although I didn't even look into that. That's just me speaking out of my head. That's probably <laughs> uh, all right. So what did you guys come up with? What were your guesses? The 23rd. 23rd. Oh, I think it's the 20th. 20th? Isn't that like when, what's her face? Lady Gaga came at Jurassic the Hunger Games. Oh, with the meat? It is January 20th. Yeah, oh yeah. But, no, but they properly came out looking like she belonged in like the capital of the Hunger Games with oh. a big buck and Jane and everything. Oh. And then since then, all these countries are talking about like their 15 minute cities of putting you under a permanent lockdown in a district. Mm-hmm. So they're literally trying to create like a Hunger Games in real world. Yeah. Bloody communists again? Yeah. Communists. Good old commies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. In the socialists and listening to this, we love you. Keep watching our content. <laughs> Share it all your friends. Convert, convert <laughs> to Christianity it. today and you won't be <laughs> communist anymore. Sorry, yeah, that's totally why we do this. Not for self publicizing, grandizing reasons. Uh, okay. You can buy our merch in my novel, Amazon.com, BrendanThomasMarriott.com. It's, it's all there. <laughs> it's all there. All right, next question. In the initials of the federal agency known as NASA, what does the first A stand for? Does it stand for A, American, B, Aeronautics, C, Association, or D, Administration? Oh, I heard this recently. What did the second A stand for? The second A stand for? I feel like that would help you. (laughs) This is why I asked. Um, answer. He's changing his answer. Hopefully, he's changing it to the right answer. I agree. <laughs> I think it's the National American Society of Ergonomics, if that's even a word. I All right. So your guess is American, okay? Um, 
I forget what she said. <laughs> I, I, I forget. I forget the. Yeah, there was association. Um, There's association American, American Aeronautics and Administration. Aeronautics. Yeah, aeronautics. That was my first answer. Aeronautics. Aeronautics is the correct answer. Ah, yes. So I was right point. originally. <laughs> All right. So NASA stands okay. for the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. That's space. what NASA stands for. Yes, that's. Correct, obviously. Okay. You can All hardly right. tell it's American. <laughs> Come again? I said you could hardly tell it's American. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. What revolutionary leader wrote the influential Common Sense in 1776? Is it A, John Locke, B, Abraham Lincoln, C, Thomas Paine, or D, John Adams. I'll narrow it down to two. I only know two. <laughs> <laughs> Abraham and Lincoln. <laughs> You're, you guys sort of got away with this one because they didn't add Benjamin Franklin because I feel like if you put Benjamin Franklin in this, you'd be like, hmm, you know, I feel no, like I won't write something there. No, you're off ball there. You're off base. I'm off base. You wouldn't think totally. you'd write something like that? No, 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 no. Because I know it's A or C. I know that. Mm-hmm. What are they again? A is John Locke and B is... A Sorry. is John Locke, B is B. Abraham Lincoln, C is Thomas Paine, and D <laughs> is John Adams. I got excited when I heard A. I'm going to go with A. Yeah, so I'm just A, John that. Locke. All right. Yeah, you going with <laughs> Is Connor going with, it, with A too? No, uh, Lincoln. It's Way too early. early. Yeah. 1830s. Oh. Well, now that you know that, you want to go something else? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, uh, A. <laughs> so we're both going with A, John Locke. It is, the answer is C, Thomas Paine. Dang it, I also had that written down. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, I knew it was one of those two. I was trying to remember when, I knew Abraham Lincoln was too early for the 1770s, but I completely forgot when John Locke was alive. I know he's an Enlightenment writer, but mm. I forgot when exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. What ancient civilization built the Machu Picchu complex in Peru? Uh-huh. Was it A, the Mayans, B, the Incas, C, the Aztecs, or D, Zappos? I know what I think it is, but actually more than one of those sounds plausible. Yeah. <laughs> like A, B, and C, I'll find good. Yeah. I got this one wrong, too. <laughs> Um, my first thought was Incas. Yeah, me too. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Aztecs. Mm. <laughs> I've written Incas. I'm going to stick with Incas. Yeah, me too. Incas? Oh, should I? I do have a history book in my bedroom literally right now waiting to be read about that. I'm going to stick with Incas. Incas is the yeah. absolute correct answer. All right. This is going to be the last question. Oh, only 11? Okay. What species can live on both water and land? Arthropods, birds, amphibians, or fish? I was going to write mammals. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me those options again. Sure. Uh, Which species can live on both water and land? Arthropods, birds, amphibians or fish okay super easy barely inconvenience 
All right. Brandon. What'd you guys What'd you guys guess? A. <laughs> I don't know what A is. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to guess this. <laughs> I'm gonna say amphibians because you can find frogs like you know everywhere. Okay. Um, like you can find like anything like they can pop into your house, and if you left them alone, I think they would be okay. So, um, the correct answer is amphibians. C. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, But for those of you who'd like to know what arthropods are, they are um, basically insects, spiders, or crustaceans. So, like, lobsters is what they are. That's allowed, that's allowed. Um, So, with that being said, Brendan has gotten eight. And Connor has gotten five out of ten. So Brendan is smarter than a fifth yeah. grader and the winner today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lose my teaching license. <laughs> Cause he didn't get them all. <laughs> there and I got the first one wrong. <laughs> it's okay. Brendan was supposed to do well. He's a teacher, so Honestly, I just encounter so much useless information every single day in all the texts that I get my students to read and listening exercises that they have to do that I just like pick up the occasional little nugget. <laughs> See, Brendan needs to know this information. Connor is much more creative, and so therefore he's he doesn't need to know all this stuff. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're painting your head asking you to teacher, what's the plural of amphibian? <laughs> My brother would be disappointed in me. <laughs> country of origin. <laughs> oh, all right. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, we are now going to get into our Bible passage time. We are in Proverbs chapter two, um, and we're going to be in the verses one through nine. So I will read. Uh, I will say a couple notes that I have on what we read. And then I'll turn it over to Brendan and Connor, and they can say whatever they'd like as long as it's biblical. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not heretical, don't don't say it. Um, That's a way of saying don't bring socialists and communists into this. You're losing half our audience. Oh no, I'm not talking about Brendan at all. Brendan would never do such a thing. <laughs> I make one political statement per episode. That's what we've it, it feels like it grows every week. I feel like it's becoming three now. <laughs> eventually we're just going to be a political podcast so it's just (laughs) as long as i'm here we'll refrain from the political uh, huge discourse but as soon as i go away for the summer you guys are in trouble it's political show after that (laughs) i bring on the rightful president for m45 so i don't get taken down with his actual name on the podcast to be like how do we how do we get you back in that oval office (laughs) oh goodness all right well we are in proverbs chapter two one through nine so it says my son if you receive my word and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding yes if you cry out for discernment uh if cry out for discernment and lift your voice for understanding if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasure Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. And then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity, and every good path. Um, So what, what this is getting into is that wisdom, truth are found in the fear of the Lord. 
So first of us, that makes us sound, do we need to be like scared and shaking and like freaked out all the time? No, that's not what he means by this. It's a reverence. It's a uh, understanding that God is powerful. He is over us. He is uh, sovereign and in control of what's going on in our world. Um, even when it doesn't look like it, we, we think that the, uh, those who have evil intent and evil in their minds are ruling and reigning in the world, but God is allowing them for a season to do what they want, but that is not the end of the story. Um, so from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He gives wisdom. So God, any wisdom that we have, it comes from him. It doesn't come from ourselves. We're not terribly smart creatures uh, in and of ourselves. We kind of mess up and do dumb things and choose the wrong path when we're left to ourselves. But wisdom and knowledge comes from God. It comes from him, from knowing him, from seeking him, from looking for him, treasuring his stuff. And as it as the section ends, it talks about how he guards the path of justice, preserves the way of the saints, and you will understand righteousness and justice and equity in every good path. So with him, he protects us and shows us what path we're supposed to take and where we're supposed to go. So when we think that we know everything or we know what we're supposed to do in life, that isn't always true. Sometimes God takes us down different paths that we never saw coming, that three years ago we'd be like, I wouldn't have done that. But due to the things that, that God has put us or brought us through, we make decisions and do things that are different. Um, so with that being said, that is that is my notes for today is the value of wisdom, how awesome it is. It comes from God. Um, Brendan, Connor, anything you'd like to add or close us out with? Sure, yeah. I'll throw this in for free. Um, I know as a child, I had a lot of biblical knowledge. Um, I did all of the, like, the postal Bible studies and all that crack. Um, in terms of head knowledge, second to none. Hmm. Having the wisdom put into practice, it was not there. I was like, you know, the kid who, <laughs> you know, like seven years of age, decided to go in the playground and start saying, Jesus is coming back! The rapture is happening! And you're all gonna be left behind under the Antichrist. And, oh, Jakers. Doctrinally, oh, I was on fire. Maybe at a season. But, oh, it, it was powerful. But then, you know what? All of the parents began saying, you know, that, that, that child's home at witchcraft and yada 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 <laughs> the love of god just was not there and anything i was saying i literally walked up to people and said at seven years of age i'm going to be in heaven with jesus but you're going to be left here under the antichrist he's going to tell you that he'll cut your head off with a guillotine and that's okay because then you'll be in heaven where i am but if you stay on the earth, you will have a wonderful life for three and a half years. But it is a false peace. And then you'll have three and a half years of the apocalypse. Oh, Jakers, no wonder no one liked me as a child. <laughs> the wisdom was not there, friends. So you can have all the knowledge in the world. And yes, it comes from God, as does understanding. But wisdom is such a powerful asset. You can have all the knowledge about you know, which way is good, which way is evil. There will be situations in your life when you encounter the shades of grey. How do you deal with this person? The same as you did the last situation that was similar or uniquely different. Wisdom helps you navigate the grey. And without wisdom, you're just going to be huffing and puffing out of your mouth and just spewing crap. And to be honest, you're going to bring more shame to the gospel of Jesus than anything and more hardship for yourself than 
was ever necessary. So, yes, pursue knowledge. Yes, pursue understanding. But have a bit of cop on, as we say in Ireland. You gotta have the wisdom. If you don't, you can have the best theology or the best ideas or the best um, strategies. But you'll bear no fruit. You're gonna come out looking like an Egypt. And that's my professional opinion. <laughs> I um, I think wisdom and faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they um, they create um, a true um, direction. Wow. Um, where you feel that it is, um, you know, it's worth taking that risk. Yeah, because you feel it from within, mm-hmm. and it feels pure, mm. and and that helps you uh, continue. Wow, you know, more than more than ever. Do you know, I think it's, I think wow. that's it's very important to have faith and wisdom. Yeah, it's massive um, in everyday life for me. Um, you know, sometimes I don't know where I'm going. Sometimes, but uh, when you have the faith and the wisdom, it's it just gives you that power. In mm, yeah. self belief and belief um, that it will work out and things will be okay. That's right. You know. So, yeah. yeah. No, so good for sure. And, and that, yeah, even to add on to that, so many people try to pit wisdom and faith against each other. Like, you know, one person says, "You know, I have faith to move mountains," and another person says, "But you must have wisdom when you tell those mountains to move." This kind of crack. But they're not actually in opposition. Like Connor said, they do go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. They do go together. Yeah. And be generous to yourself. If you have all the faith in the world and you speak unwisely, but you share a word out of season, don't don't cower away for the next two decades licking your wounds. It happened. Get over it. Get back up in the horse and try again. You're not always going to be 10 out of 10. The 100 emoji epitomized. Um, but to the best of your ability, yeah. Marry the two of them together. And if you get it right, amazing. And if you get it wrong, amazing. Tomorrow's a new day. You try again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Very true. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing. And for those of you who are listening, um, I I know I know Charles is supposed to be on shortly, so I have to be careful as I say this because Charles is coming on again. But Connor might just be my new favorite guest, so just say. <laughs> <laughs> and if he's your new favorite guest, please let us know in the comments below. Uh, let us know why he should take over one of our jobs. It might happen. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you get enough support. You get enough views on this video. Ah, who needs? I won't be here. He can take over. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will, you'll hear from us shortly and soon, uh, in the next week or so. And, uh, thank you for listening. Have a great day and we'll see you. Bye friends.